Okay, so we know that one of the greatest mitzvahs to do is to visit the sick. If God forbid somebody is unwell, to go and visit them, to pay a visit, to go and say hello, is, is a huge mitzvah. And we're, in told, we're told by the Talmud that when you do that, you actually take away some of their sickness. You ease their burden just by visiting them. And so it is a, it is a great mitzvah. Uh, of course, the mitzvah has to be done sensitively when you visit somebody who's unwell. You have to visit them in a way that suits them, not that suits you. Sometimes a visit is not wanted. It's disturbing them or they're, they're disturbing their rest. So leave them alone. Or if you stay too long, then you're not helping them. You're not making them feel good or the opposite. You have to take cues and you have to get the hint. When somebody says, thanks for the visit, I really appreciate it. I hope you can come again. That means the visit is over. Or if you see the person's falling asleep or just, just not comfortable with you there, you've got to leave. However, to shy away from visiting somebody who's not well is wrong. If, if somebody that you know um, isn't well, just to visit, you don't have much to say, you don't have much, much to, to contribute necessarily, but just being there and visiting them uh, can be a real encouragement and strength. It's a big mitzvah. We actually learn the mitzvah from the parasha of the week this week, Vayera, where God himself, Hashem, visits Abraham. Avram Avinu, our forefather Abraham, had his bris at age 99, which is not easy. And on the third day, when he was in extreme pain, Hashem appeared to Avraham, the Torah says. It doesn't say that, that Hashem said anything or did anything. It just said Hashem appeared to Avraham. And our sages say that what Hashem was doing, God was visiting the sick. Abraham was not feeling all that great after uh, his bris. And so God visited him. So from here we learn that we have to emulate God's ways and visit the sick. If you know somebody's not well, go and pay a visit. The question that we're going to discuss today is, what about a case where somebody, God forbid, is in a vegetative state, completely not conscious of what's going on around them? Is there a mitzvah to visit such a person? Is there any point and is there any obligation to visit somebody who is no longer with it, no longer conscious? Or would we say in such a case, there's actually no point to visit such a person and therefore no obligation? Now here, what we're, what we're talking here about is the halachic obligation, the mitzvah. We're not saying you're not allowed to visit such a person, but the question is, are you obligated? Because in, in Torah, a mitzvah is an obligation. And so it, particularly, let's say, if, if a child of that person is obligated to honor their parents and therefore has an even greater obligation to visit them when they're sick, but what if the person is in a state where they can't respond, they can't react, they're not conscious, they're in a vegetative state? Is there any mitzvah to visit a person in that, in that state? So let's have a look at this. The, the sages tell us that the word for visiting the sick in Hebrew is Bikur Choylim. Bikur Choylim is usually translated visiting the sick. Bikur means Levaker, to visit the sick. However, our sages say that really the translation of the word Bikur is not visit the sick, but to check the sick, to check on the sick. Meaning, the mitzvah is not just to show up and stand there. The mitzvah is to come and to see if the person can be helped in any way. Is there anything you can do for them? Can you straighten the bed for them? Can you bring them some food to eat? Can you can you Rabbi, open, sorry open to the interrupt. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. The delivery guy said he's outside. <laughs> okay. He's messaging me. <laughs> okay, he needs to knock on the door and someone will open it. 
Okay, so the word bikur means to check on, not just to visit. You need to see, is there anything I can do to help? Is there anything I can do for you? That's the point of visiting the sick person. It's, it's not just to go and say hi, but it's to try and help them out. Uh, so call in advance and say, is there anything I can bring? When you're there, do you, do you want to be moved closer to the window? Can I open the shades? Can I do something for you? Even a person who is in hospital who has nurses, but the nurses aren't there all the time, by you visiting, you can help them out. You can, you can do something for them. And so that is the, the primary reason to visit the sick, is to check on the sick, to see what they need and to see what you can help. The other reason to visit the sick is to pray for them, to pray by their bedside, to pray to God to heal them. That, that is the other reason to visit the sick. The question is, do these reasons apply to somebody who's in a vegetative state? First of all, is there anything I can do to make them comfortable? No, they're on a drip being fed, on a ventilator breathing. There's nothing that I can do for them because they're not moving. They're not conscious. I can't ask them what they need. They can't tell me what they need. There's nothing I can do to actually help. So on a practical level, the bikur cholim, the checking in on the needs of the, of the sick, don't seem to apply to somebody who's in an unconscious state. And the prayer, praying for them, well, you could do that at home. You can do that anywhere. Why would I need to go to their bedside to pray for them? I can pray anywhere in the world. If they're conscious and awake and I sit and pray with them, so then I, I, I see where the advantage of that is. I'm praying next to them and they're participating. They're seeing me pray and they're being encouraged by it. But if they're in a completely comatose, unconscious or vegetative state, so I can pray at home for them. But why would I pray by their bedside? That, that, that's the question. It would seem that the reasons for the mitzvah here don't apply. And therefore, there'd be no point in visiting some, somebody in such a, per, such a state. Certainly no obligation, it would seem, to visit that person. However, we know that mitzvahs have reasons, but reasons don't limit the mitzvah. Every, every mitzvah has certain benefits to it, certain things you're supposed to do along with the mitzvah, but that doesn't necessarily define or limit the mitzvah. For example, um, Shabbos is a day of rest. Um, but what if I've had a very restful week? I've had a relaxing week. Do I need to do Shabbos? I don't need to rest. The answer is, of course you do. Shabbos is a day of rest. It is rejuvenation, but that's not the limit of what it is. Shabbos is a mitzvah. You have to have Shabbos every week, even if you've had a relaxing week. That makes no difference. So too here, you could say that even if the reasons for visiting the, the person, that I'm going to help them out, I'm going to check on their needs and, 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 and provide what they need, or I'm going to pray by their bedside to give them encouragement, even if those don't apply, the mitzvah would still apply. Bikra Cholim is to visit the sick regardless. Just like Shabbos applies even if you had a relaxing week. So you could argue that the mitzvah applies at all times. You're obligated to visit anyone, even if they have no idea that you're there, even if there's nothing you can do for them. There is such a, an argument. However, I would say that that argument is not so strong here because Bikr Cholim, the, the, the mitzvah visiting the sick, is not a mitzvah that I should fulfill by showing up to a sick person. The mitzvah is to help the person, is to give assistance to that person. If, you don't, if you're not assisting that person, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. Like we said before, if your visit is annoying them, if, if your visit is disturbing them, then you can't say, listen, I have a mitzvah to do. You're a sick person. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for another mitzvah. So I'm visiting you whether you like it or not. That, that's not a mitzvah. The mitzvah is that it has to benefit them. It has to give them comfort and strength. So 
I would argue that in this case, the, the meaning of the mitzvah is, in, is, is one and the same as the mitzvah itself. If the mitzvah is not assisting the person, then you're not doing the mitzvah of visiting the sick. So back to our question, would we say that a person who is, co- is comatose, there's no obligation to, to visit them because there's nothing you can do for them? So one argument is, was presented by Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, one of the great halachic uh, decisors of the previous generation, where he says, well, if you look at the source of the visiting of the sick, the mitzvah is from our parasha. And what was the, the, the case where God himself visited Abraham? Now, in, in, in that case, Hashem did not need to visit Avram. Hashem is everywhere. And Hashem could make him feel better, assist him, and give him all his needs without appearing to him, without revealing himself to him, without a revelation. The fact that Hashem revealed himself to Abraham implies that the visiting of the sick is not limited to your ability to help the person by being there. Even if what you could, you could do it at home, there's still the mitzvah to be there. And so maybe I can pray for the person at home, or maybe there's nothing I can do for them. There's still a mitzvah to appear in front of that person. Simply appearing there will give some encouragement, some help. Your presence is important. How, how can it be helpful? How, how could we find a way that you appearing to somebody who is in a vegetative state, who does not know you're there and does not hear you and is not, not aware and there's nothing you can do for them. So what possible help and assistance could there be in you, in you showing up? So, our, oh, yeah. I reckon it's that sometimes when the staff in the hospital know that there's people that care and that are, that, then they pay more attention as well. Absolutely. That's one, that's one argument that is presented by Rabbi Moshe Sternbach, who's a, a, a modern-day halakhic authority in Israel. He writes that exact idea that the fact that you visited, the fact that, that this patient has visitors, will make the staff more attentive to, to that patient. We're not questioning the dedication of doctors and nurses who do an amazing job um, all around the world. However, human nature is that when, when you're answerable to somebody and when, when the, 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 it's seen that, that somebody is involved with this patient, so then the doctors do feel a little bit more responsibility. And sadly, we do know of cases around the world, particularly recently, where visitors were not allowed, uh, family members were not allowed to visit the person, and there have been certainly accusations that sometimes the, the care was not up to par for various possible reasons. But certainly, when there's family members, loved ones, friends visiting the person, so it does give a certain amount of focus on that person. So there we have a very practical, tangible benefit to visiting that person, which fulfills the, the meaning of the mitzvah of bikur cholim, of checking in on the patient. By you checking in, they'll get better care. So that's, that's, that's one clear reason why we should, should certainly do it. And the second reason of visiting the sick is to pray for the, the sick person. That also would dictate us visiting the person, even if they're not aware of you being there. Because we're told by the sages of the Talmud that in a sick person's room, the divine presence rests. God's presence it rests in the sick person's room. I've sometimes felt this when I visited uh, those who are well. There's a certain sanctity, a holiness around, around the, the, the bed. And we're told that our prayers are even more powerful in the presence of that divine revelation, that, that there's, there's God there. So, of course, you can pray at home, but praying by the bed of a sick person has a more immediate power to it. And so, therefore, the two reasons of, of visiting the sick person, one, to improve the care and make sure they're being looked after, and two, that you can pray for them, both apply even if 
the patient is completely unaware of, of your presence. But finally, the question really is, are they completely unaware of your presence? And I don't think that's the case. That even a person who, God forbid, is in a stage where on a conscious level, there's no, we can't detect any presence or any response. However, the neshama, their soul is still very much present. Even if their body is not functioning all that, all that much, but their neshama, their soul is certainly present and there. And they know you are there. They feel your presence. They feel the encouragement of you being by their side. And so it certainly do, does help them. We know that from even extreme cases of people who were in these states, but came back. And there are rare cases of people who did, did recover from even, even extreme cases like this. And they've said, we knew what was going on the whole time. We heard everything that was said. We knew everyone, everyone who came to us and it helped us. So therefore, if God forbid we are, are ever faced with this, where we know somebody who on the surface has, there's nobody to visit, there's nothing there to visit, but we should know that that's not true at all. And the mitzvah is to look after them in every way we possibly can. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.